0: Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Welcome to the uncontested podcast, talking Oklahoma City Thunder basketball and the wider NBA. Sam Presti said, lower the hatch, load up the cannon, and get the tank out rolling. Catch new episodes after each Thunder game and every Sunday night.
0: <laughs> this is a house of
1: warning doctors. <laughs> Follow the Uncontested on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to catch new content as it drops. I mean, a cat and a dog connected together? This is Ludor.
0: you listening to the Uncontested
1: what is up welcome to the uncontested podcast we are part of the blue wire podcast network coincidentally enough blue wire has tried to trade all four of us for kyle kuzma and contavious caldwell pope (laughs) that's the running trade
2: just the 30th team to say no to that 31. We are
1: live on YouTube, <laughs> Twitter, and Facebook for our weekly live stream. If you are joining us live tonight, shout out to everyone in the stream, everyone in the chat. Thank you so much. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, hey, shout out to you. Thanks for joining. Drop a five-star rating while you're at it because we have so much to cover today. So As much. We are four days away from the NBA draft. I'm your host, Jacob Niffen. We've got Justin Peabody with us.
3: Hello, everybody.
1: <laughs> Taylor Peterson is here. So, uh, for our
4: listeners, Jacob made me go and play uh, pickup basketball and more this past weekend for the first time since my senior year of intramurals in college, <laughs> uh, which was five years ago now. I am very sore.
1: <laughs> hey, speaking of that, a uh, friend of the pod and frequent guest, Jacob Silva got elbowed in the head on a rebound when we he played take up and he is concussed right now. I, I saw, saw that picture. serious. Yeah. He actually he, got concussed. Wow. He is concussed. Oh, my that's not,
3: you all aren't messing around.
1: That's nope. serious. No, nope.
2: hey, we were balling
1: balling. We've got <laughs> Nick crane here tonight.
2: I don't go inside the three point line. So that's why my head never gets busted.
1: <laughs> that is, I was uh, to check like that to is 100% accurate. <laughs> Gentlemen, The rumor mill is Mm. in full spin. News is coming out. Reports bubbling over the top. But before we dive into all of that, and trust me, we're going to touch on all of it. A few announcements for the podcast we want to let all of our listeners know about. First, make sure you join our second annual virtual draft hangout. We'll be going live right here on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, starting 30 minutes before the NBA draft on Thursday, Thursday. July 29th, we're going to break down all the picks, all the trades live for all the Woj bombs as they drop from the skies. We're going to answer all the chat questions, hang out with you guys. We're going to have guests on. So whether you're watching the draft from home, you're hanging out with some friends, you're at the bar, you're even at one of these many in-person draft parties going on in OKC, pull out your cell phone, (laughs) log into YouTube or Twitter, and listen to us while you sit at your table uh, at whatever establishment you are hanging out at. Speaking of our draft party, we have two draft contests that we would love for you to enter. They're both free. Mm. The first one, all you got to do is go to one of our social media channels on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and we have a post up which asks you to guess which number pick and player the Thunder will select first. Example like pick number four, Jalen Suggs. Mm. Pick number six, James Booknight. Mm. All you have to do is drop in the comments... Your pick number and player. If you get it right, we're going to get you a shirt. One of our uncontested shirts. We might have some new rookie-themed shirts coming out. So you might want to get in on that. The other one, also a free one, is the Mock Out app. Make sure you go to your app store, whatever device you have. Download the Mock Out app. Click on the, the top left corner to the NBA. Fill out a mock draft and enter it in the uncontested mock draft challenge. You can find that link on our social channels. It's going to be in the description of this podcast episode, and we're going to drop it in the chat for you if you're watching live right now. Whoever gets the highest score on our mock draft challenge will win a Thunder Swingman jersey, last year's winner, Dorian Hauser, the proud owner of a Alexei Pokashevsky jersey due to the mockout tournament. So make sure you get on that. And our last announcement before we start diving into content the two guys on this show with us, Nick Crane and Justin Peabody, are gonna be jumping on airplanes and flying out to Las Vegas to cover the NBA summer league for the uncontested. Boom.
3: Boom. Bang bang. Jake They're gonna be recording live
1: live from the <laughs> Blue Wire studio at the Wynn Hotel and Resort yeah. in the arena for all of the Summer League games. Watching Alexei Pokashevsky, Teo Maladone.
4: Jalen Suggs, Vic Kate, King, Kate.
1: <laughs> all of them, man. They're yeah. going to be breaking it down live. They're going to have videos, pictures, um, gambling all of the podcast funds away at the casinos at night. <laughs> it is going to be incredible. Unfortunately, Taylor and I have big boy jobs and can't go big but oh, Justin, man low blow okay. to the other two no, J- justin and nick were able to get off and so they are <laughs> Worry, headed get off out work also to get man. off work
4: just <laughs> to be clear hey so uh, <laughs> sorry super uh so we'll have you guys covered on summer league which is awesome um me and jacob are very jealous that justin and nick can make it also super excited and proud of them for being able to go because they're going to be able to provide you guys on the uncontested behalf with great, great content from Biggest. But with that being said, speaking of draft parties and parties in general, um, since our draft party is going to be virtual, Jacob and I have something in the works for those of you back here in OKC during Summer League. Um, So that's still to be determined. Just keep an ear out, keep an eye out for that. And, uh, yeah, we we hope to have something for you all come uh, Summer League.
1: Yeah, whenever the Summer League schedule drops where – Still in the works. So, so we're not not putting the cart before the horse not yet. But <laughs> we are pretty excited. Nick, Justin, scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you guys to get out to Vegas and cover this summer league team?
3: 47 and a
1: half. <laughs> a I'm half. excited
3: like live sports just period, but then mm-hmm. like thinking about the fact that no one has seen Alexei Prokoshievsky play live other than you know the Thunder team, other NBA teams, and select media members. I'm pretty point. excited about that. Let alone whoever ends up getting picked to be a member of
2: the Thunder come Thursday night. Very I'm good a, point. Very, it's my first time to go to Vegas. Maybe I'm the only guy in the pod that's never been. Nope, that um, was going to be my first time also. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want
3: to go with Nick anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, super excited. Justin and I have a. Have a, a good spot right just outside the arena so we can walk back and forth. Um, just a, a short Uber up north to the the Wynn resort to do live podcasts. Um I don't know, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get one of these new draftees in the in the studio with us. Whoa, Stay tuned. Awesome. Bring in that new blue wire studio.
1: And all them, the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, we'll even have pictures of Justin <laughs> and Nick sharing the twin bed in the hotel room. So Hey, we have
2: we have two queens. This man is too big.
3: <laughs> Whoa, you
1: should have hey. got, got two kings because you are two kings.
3: Oh, oh, you. As long as I get to be the little spoon, that's all I've ever wanted. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. It's
1: time for us to talk some basketball, gentlemen. As I mentioned at the top of the show, stuff is coming out. We knew this. As soon as the finals ended, everything was going to start bubbling up. We were going to get rumors and, and trade speculation and everything. And so let's start off just focusing strictly on on the Oklahoma City Thunder, as we are an Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. I have a handful of things here we're going to talk about. Here's the first one, though. ESPN.com has dropped a new mock draft. In this latest mock draft, they have OKC taking James Booknight from UConn at number six. There's been a lot of talk about Booknight at six on all the different mock drafts. Uh, the Thunder have long been... Uh, th- this is what they said on on the ESPN mock. Quote, the Thunder have long been high on Booknight, going as far as to inquire about the possibility of him entering last year's draft, something he elected against. Every NBA team is looking for the type of versatile scoring backcourt player Booknight Ceiling suggests he can become if he reaches his full potential. And his fit along Shea Gilgis-Alexander appears to be strong. More from Jonathan Gavoni of ESPN.com. Jonathan Kaminga also is a strong candidate here, and the Thunder have reportedly visited him twice in Miami, To watch him work out and conduct a battery of testing.
4: That was a fun term he had there. Battery of testing.
1: Yes. Hmm. So, Nick, let's say we get to Thursday night. Pick number four goes through. Say it's Jalen Suggs. Pick number five goes through, which it's Scotty Barnes. We have not heard of a Thunder trade-up or a trade-back. The clock is ticking down on that five minutes. It seems like the Thunder are making pick number six. Who's it going to be? You going book night or are you going Jonathan Kuminga?
2: I think there's two answers. Um, well, uh, I think well, it would be book no. night. Be, you need to make one
1: answer because I have
2: two <laughs> highlights
4: pulled up and I need to be able to share my screen and play the appropriate <laughs> okay. highlight.
2: Okay. All right. Let's 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 say that I have the power to make the pick. Mm. I go Jonathan Kuminga for a couple of reasons. Now we're talking. Um, reason number one being he's two years younger. Reason number two being he's he plays a position that I think is a little bit harder to find an elite prospect that that plays that position, more of that wing. Whereas if you're really looking for a spark plug score, I think there's a handful of those types of guys available in the first round. Um, even later on, like you could get you a Cameron Thomas at 16 or a, a another lethal score in that range, right? Um, additionally, I think both of these guys, it's hard to really judge them book night. You look at his numbers from last year, he played 15 games. Kuminga in the G league played 13 games. I think all those numbers are being overanalyzed. And if you just look at them as raw prospects, the upside goes to Kaminga 10 times out of 10 in that hypothetical matchup there.
1: Interesting. So Nick, that answer, is that your personal answer? Is that what you think the thunder will do?
2: Well, I, I that's what I was trying to get to, and you guys said I couldn't have two answers. So <laughs> I, I put that's, the pressure <laughs> on Nick for the purpose of the live stream. <laughs> I I prefer Kuminga. I, I have a feeling that the Thunder would go book night.
1: Very good. Justin, what are your thoughts on this? Uh,
3: I agree on that second point, and that's exactly what I was going to say is. I think that reading that Jonathan Gavoni article the fact that they inquired about book night last year is super, super interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, I don't know, if Presty's had his eye on this guy for that long and he has the opportunity to get him and, you know, the pick kind of um, expectations are right. You know, he's being mocked in kind of this range. He fits where the Thunder could get him. It just feels like there's too much smoke there it feels like book is destined to be a thunder player. Now that said, you never know with Presti, he's known to draft the people that you never expect that you never talk about on any pre-draft podcasts. However, like we saw with Poku last year, there were some Poku buzz being tied to the thunder from KOC and some other reporters. Maybe that, tide has changed ever so slightly in terms of how the thunder operate pre-draft but it it just feels like there's so many reports and so much discussion taking place around book night to okc that seeing that gavoni article that that they were interested in him last year just feels like the cherry on top and i would uh i'd be at this point i think i'd be surprised if the thunder make pick six on thursday and it's not book night
1: yeah, Justin, to, to echo that a little bit, uh, I think it was Nick who had a tweet today that hit the nail right on the head that the Thunder were also interested in Chris Depp's Porzingis the year before he came out, tried to get him to yeah. to enter the draft, promised to take him in the first round. Chris Stapps went back to school and then came back and, and was a, a top six pick. Uh, book night following kind of the same trajectory there. And like you mentioned, the Poku stuff from last season, it was about the same time that we started hearing a lot of OKC is dialed in on on Alexei Pokashevsky. so there's a lot of similarities here. Taylor, thoughts?
4: Um, well, first of all, I apologize for the video quality, uh, a little choppy up on up in here. But uh, <laughs> for the James book night highlights. But with that being said, if I have to guess what the Thunder would be doing if they do stand pat at pick number six. I'm going with James Booknight Um, for a lot of the reasons you guys said. I think the thing that really stood out the most, I mean, obviously we've been hearing this over the past, I think about two weeks now, Um, a lot of different sources. I believe the first being Kevin O'Connor and other sources um, going and confirming this, but it seems like the Thunder are certainly interested with Booknight at uh, at Epic six. Oh, here's Nick back. We lost him there. Um, However, when uh Gavoni came out today in his mock draft and said the Thunder had been linked to him or, or had encouraged him potentially or at least reached out to his his camp trying to get him to join the draft um here uh this this past draft I think that was really telling obviously there's a lot of interest there and I don't think this is smokescreen like we kind of talked about this past week now with all that being said um I, I think they wanted book Knight last year because they knew his his draft stock wouldn't be as high they knew he may if, if he worked into the draft may not be a lottery pick and instead of taking poku like trading up to take poku where they did um you could draft you, you could trade up and and draft um uh, book where they did and so now obviously the circumstances are a little different this year so i have to wonder if there still is a little bit of smoke screen in that situation but with all that being said, I I do like Book Night a lot as a, as a prospect, and I'm uh, excited to watch him t- to continue to develop.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I I think I lean to towards Book Night as well. Just we always talked about if there's smoke, there's some fire. There's a whole lot of smoke. Something's burning. Right. Something right. is on on fire in flames right now and it seems to be book night to okc there's just there's too many reports of it from different places coming out that that it's hard to think otherwise so something
4: else just really quick before we move on to the next report just to touch on the community side uh, i am with nick and justin both that i almost do as as much as i do like book night as a prospect um and would be happy with him overall i think there is a part of me that likes the upside of camiga more and the fact that Pressy has not only gone down twice for Miami, but I just want to mention this yep. really quick before we move on to this next report. Uh, both Woj and, oh gosh, I, th- I want to say it was Mike Schmitz, but somebody else mentioned this as well. Um, Pressy was down in the G League bubble for two weeks straight.
1: He was the, the GM that was there for the longest.
4: He was there for the, yep. essentially the entire duration. Mm-hmm. So he, now granted at that time, he, he maybe had his eye on Jalen Green uh, a little more, but I mean, he watched Kaminga. He obviously watched Knicks. He watched uh, watched Isaiah Todd. So he has a good feel for them, um, at least maybe more than some of the other GMs. So that's yep. something to keep in mind as well. And I think if he's still on the fence of both of these prospects, after all the due diligence that he has done, and just with his track record, with um, and, and the Thunders, track record in general, scouting prospects. There's probably a lot of red flags with Kaminga, and and that worries me as well and kind of pushes me towards book night just based off uh, trusting the Thunder and their evaluations.
1: Definitely. Well, let's talk about what else they could do with that pick. On ESPN's mock draft and Woj on the Woj and Low show that was on ESPN today and Woj on his podcast that dropped Saturday afternoon, I believe, Uh, Woj mentions OKC as a trade-up candidate. Uh, On the mock draft, it says, it is believed that the Thunder have been active in conversations looking to potentially move up in the draft with Cade Cunningham and Evan Mobley rumored to be the prospects they are highest on. OKC has significant ammunition to try to get virtually anywhere it wants. The question is whether the Thunder would be willing to pay a sky-high asking price to get into the top three. And then Woj said, I believe teams around the league expect OKC to start making calls on picks two, three, and four. Knowing that and hearing that, I want to know, do you guys think that this raises the chances that the Thunder do trade up in this draft? And if you had to put a percentage chance on a trade-up happening, where has your percentage chance been, and has it gone up or down after hearing what Woj and Jonathan Gavoni and others have had to say?
3: I think if you listen to what they're saying and you you really it, it's not that surprising it's exactly, exactly. what we've been saying is woes is just pointing out that they have a treasure trove of assets to use which is not news to anybody especially nobody that follows the thunder closely they have so many assets that they could make a play for two three four what have you for the price and it just comes down to how much does Presty value prospect x over you know having multiple picks in the future because that's what it's going to take i don't think there's anything in here that feels necessarily like oh i've heard the thunder are going to be willing to give up you know five future firsts or anything like that there's nothing that feels very concrete i think what he's saying is dead on and if anything it gets me like a little excited just knowing that that this is probably the time that those calls start happening i wonder if we see more maybe concrete rumors start coming out about what that offer package could be. But I mean, I think it's all, it's what we all expected from Sam Presti. He has a massive load of assets and he's going to make the calls easy. He's going to make the calls (laughs) to find out what people's interest level is. Like if you're the Houston Rockets, I, I, I don't think it's very likely. My percentage chance is not very high to actually answer your question, Jacob. But if you're the Houston Rockets that have a very limited future asset stash do you consider do you take that phone call from okc who can offer you a lot of future picks in exchange for two this year you get six this year plus you know x y and z down the line that really kind of helps you in the position that you now find yourselves in as the rockets to start to build back long term rather than just taking what's at two this year and moving on if you're any of those top four teams, you take every single phone call from Sam Pressy all the way up until
4: the last second of your pick, because the opportunity for that that offer to continue to uh, build and, and become bigger and better, um, you know, I, I think you want to hear his final offer before you officially make that decision. Whether you're uh, Troy Weaver at pick number one, or if you're uh, you know the Toronto Raptors
2: at pick number four, so I'm with you there, Justin.
1: I have a, a phone. Oh, go ahead, Nick.
2: No, no, I, I'll, I'll be quick. I, I think Justin is spot on in the fact that whoa isn't necessarily reporting anything we didn't already know, just kind of bringing it to light. Like, hey, look, the Thunder interested in in Mobley and Green. Shocker. Who isn't? Um, and then they have a bunch of picks that they could theoretically move up. So I, I wouldn't say it increases my my chances, but I think we all knew it, it could happen at any given time either way. Right. So my thought builds off of what Nick just said, and then Jacob um,
4: Hold your thought and you can kind of wrap us up here. Um, I think. Yes, sir. We're using. <laughs> Welcome to the uncontested. I am your host, uh, Taylor Peterson. <laughs> the fever no. over here on the podcast. <laughs> um, no, I, I, just a really good segue from what, what Nick was saying. I think the fact that Woj hasn't even necessarily heard much about um, Sam even making phone calls, or at least he didn't he didn't say so um, I think it says a lot. He, he's fully expecting Pressy to do so, but also knows that Pressy plays it very close to the vest. So like Nick and Justin both said, um, nobody expected to hear anything from Sam up until essentially draft night when he's trying to make, those trade calls and make something happen there. And it could be last minute when he comes in with the quote unquote grandfather offer, right. Of all those draft picks and whatever, whatever else it may be to try and and entice a top four pick uh, or a team picking top four to take his offer. So um, it just, I don't know if it like necessarily maybe more certain that the Thunder are going to try and trade or that the Thunder are going to trade up as much as it did, did just kind of, making more confident that price is going to do everything he can and explore all avenues before making the right decision.
1: Definitely. I I have a handful of thoughts here and I want to get your guys' opinion on this. And I don't know anything. I'm just some idiot with a microphone, you know, trying to put two and two together. Uh, I might try to put two and two together and it ends up being 27, right? I don't know, but here are my thoughts. And I want your guys' opinions. First off is, They mentioned, Nick, as you said, Cunningham and Mobley. Well, that's a big no-shit moment, right? Like (laughs) Everyone is interested in Cunningham and Mobley. Those guys are going to be incredible. It doesn't feel like you can get pick number one. Nick, you had a tweet a while back about how often pick number one gets traded. It never happens, right? Like The Boston thing is an outlier. The the Boston-Philadelphia swap is an outlier. I don't think you're getting to one. All the reports from today, Woj, Zach Lowe, Jonathan Gavoni, uh, everything that we're hearing, and, and shout out to our guy, Justin Rowan, friend of the pod from the chase down. He's been on this ever since the lottery. Cleveland's not moving off of pick number three. That doesn't seem like it's happening. That We're getting way too much information that that's not happening. So it feels like your options are two and four, right? I just kind of keep looking at the reports coming out of Toronto, They're looking to move up. They're looking to move down. They might trade Pascal Siakam. Kyle Lowry might leave. He might stay. Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report, another guy who's been on the podcast, said that they might be looking to look down to to refill the coffers for a rebuild in the post-Lowry era. Well, who better to do that with than the Thunder? The the more and more I look at it, the trade-up candidate to me is Toronto. They're just, the puzzle pieces just fit together too well a- am i off base there at all no
4: not at all i actually um i'm gonna hold off on applying replying to jacob solely because i have this um something similar for one of our prediction uh, nba draft predictions here
3: later in the podcast but i'm yeah. with you i think it, it's everything i just said about houston but toronto is more likely i think right that the, uh, uh, between the two toronto is the more likely one to play that game it's also probably a smaller you know asset load that you have to deliver to get up to four versus getting up to two 100 um, percent. and if you're Sam Presti you know is there a is it Jalen Suggs do you have your heart set on Jalen Suggs and you're willing to give up a few future assets because you feel like Jalen Suggs is the perfect backcourt counterpart to Shay then you do that deal mm-hmm. like you have the assets to part with and I think this is the right time to pull that trigger. However, if you feel like James Booknight is the perfect partner for Shea, then you don't have to. And I think that's the position that OKC and Sam Presti find themselves in this week is he really gets to kind of navigate right now. Like, who does he want? Where are his eyes set on? And who does he want to go try and get? And that's a unique position compared to the other 29 teams in the NBA that he can really kind of decide who he wants and then figure out what it's going to cost to go get him.
1: Definitely. And and Justin, your point there leads directly into perfect segue for my next thought, which is we talk all the time about the treasure trove of assets that Presti has to trade up, right? After Thursday night, that treasure trove is somewhat diminished, right? Right now, the Thunder have 17 future first-round picks, yes, over the next seven years. After Thursday night, that number is down to 14, After the 2022 draft, that number is down to 11. So right now is the time where you have everything stacked up, where it's the easiest point in time to deal out the assets to make a trade. It's like you just won the lottery and you have all the money and you can go get whatever the hell you want. But as the years go on, you start to blow that money and eventually it dwindles down and you don't have nearly as much and it's much harder to part with. I think there might be something there as far as this is a loaded top four. You know, that's all we talk about is is the top four of this draft, how special they can be, and this is the moment in time where the Thunder have the most assets. Now, can they reaccumulate things farther down the line with a Kemba Walker trade and in this trade? Yes, they could. I don't know if they ever get back to 17 first in seven years, and that that, that treasure trove diminishes after Thursday. So it might be time to dip in.
4: See, and so that's where I am so torn. I was going to kind of say this as kind of like a precursor to our draft prediction segment, but I think this is just the perfect time to bring it up because Presti finds himself in such a fascinating, interesting position because like you just said, Jacob, he has all the assets to go all in, right? And again, a top four to five player in this draft. I mean, let's be completely honest, regardless of the asking price. Now, is that the right choice that can be debated, but he has the assets to do that. Now, he also has Shea, who is showing superstar potential, let's be completely honest. But at the very least, I think all-star potential. And not only that, but he's developing pretty rapidly. But at the same time, you have at least two more very deep and and very talented drafts coming up with potential franchise-changing talent at the top. And I was reading Kristen Peake's article. Um, She's with Yahoo Sports and also Rivals. And uh, I was reading her her recap today of the Peach Jam uh, tournament they do every year in Atlanta. And, and this is the first year where NBA scouts come in and scout these peach jam prospects. So she wrote about some people who are who, some prospects who um, kind of showed uh, a lot of potential and, and, and kind of showed out, essentially. You have Jalen Duran who's the number one player in high school basketball right now. Uh, Amani Bates right behind him in the same class at number two. DJ Wagner, who's a year behind them. She, she mentioned Bronny, And that's not even mentioning guys Right, like this next draft, you have uh Chet Holgram, uh, two drafts now. You have Victor Wimbenyama who's been showing out, Amari Bailey, uh, shout out Drake for piping his mom, uh, <laughs> Nikola, Nikola Jokic, not to be confused with Jokic, Jaden <laughs> Ivy, who we saw with the, the USA, um, under 19 team. So, I mean, so many prospects. So, do you go all in around Shea to compete and build a contender, or do you play the incredibly challenging game? <laughs> Trying to do, or, or, or do you, you know, trade off a of Shea or just go super young and, like you said, Jacob, trade up, to try and get one of these top three picks, or do you play the incredible challenging game of trying to do both? Keep See, Shea. I,
1: I think you have enough assets to do
4: both. Right, right. With but the the trick, and I agree with you, but the trick is without becoming stuck in NBA uh, purgatory.
1: Yeah, well, but I think I, you can
4: do that because, like you said, Presti we has talk about it Shea all the do, time. Right?
1: You're never making 17 picks in seven years. You exactly. can only have 15 guys on the roster, right? Yep. And so it's, it's interesting. I I just I feel like right now is the time where you have all of the assets. You are unhindered in what you can do. One of your assets just climbed, I think, maybe significantly in value in that 2022 Clippers unprotected first. Who knows where that ends up? That, that's a Paul George rolled ankle from being the n- number 8, 9, 10 overall pick right? Yeah. In next year's draft. And so right. you have these assets, you can make it happen. Why
4: not? He might not, why might he even play next season?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's looking like he like won't. Right. My last thought on, on the trade up is some people have wondered like, Oh, it, is it kind of weird that Woj is saying that the fender will start making calls that they haven't made calls yet. I think we see this all the time in the NBA deadlines, make people yeah. work. Why offer the trade a month before the draft? Mm. Offer it three days before the draft and put the pressure on the other team. Do you really want that number exactly. four pick or do you want three future firsts? And that's why Presti's so you get good. You got the ticking clock, buddy. Does. Masai Ujiri, yeah. Every second you I, wait.
2: I had just talked to someone that said, are you ready for the busy week? And I said, honestly, I, I don't think anything's going to be busy till the day of. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yep. The, the, the sooner Presti offers a package, the more iterations tacked onto that package closer to that godfather offer Taylor is mentioning that you get. Whereas if your first, your first offer is the day before and then the next day, the day of you tack on an additional first as a sweetener. That's a lot more doable, you know,
1: mm-hmm. it's I like think that's spot on. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I don't know. It, it's like anything in life. You know, if you offer somebody something for something they have two months in advance, Whenever it's first offered, you're like, oh, that's, that's exciting. Let me think about that. And then it kind of wears off over time, right? Yep. Like this is almost like a psychological game in a way. And it's, it's, it's fascinating. So I want to be surprised if it – I don't think we're going to get leaks anyways, but I want to be surprised if it's Tuesday, Wednesday when Presti and Ujiri get on the phone and talk about that number four pick. Right. And if a and trade if we're all
4: sitting in the room draft night and, uh, Woj, instead of announcing the pick at pick number four is saying, uh, Oklahoma city is seriously engaged in, in trade talks. And then we'll see what happens.
1: Exactly. That that's what happens. I mean, you think back to the yep. Dallas Atlanta swap for Luca and Trey, it was the same thing that that trade was announced when Atlanta was on the clock. Right. Yep. A- and, that's what's going to happen. Deadlines make people work, and you isn't that to wild that all it
2: took off. was all it took was one pick to move two spots in that draft? Now it's like yeah, one pick so won't we'll get you anywhere. So yeah. true. that's crazy. I don't know.
1: I keep throwing out the idea of like six, maybe sixteen or eighteen. That twenty twenty two Clippers first and Dort for number four. I think, I think that's a legitimate trade that could get done. Um, <sighs> yeah, I know Thunder fans love Dort. I that's love Dort. Lot. Yeah. But if if you believe that Jalen Suggs is the guy, that he's a multi-time all-star, that you're going to have th- one of the most elite backcourts in the NBA, I mean, it, it all depends. We don't know what the Thunder's draft board looks like. Right, right. It all depends on how they view players. But and- I will tell you one thing. If Presty pulls the trigger and overpays to move up to get a guy, I'm trusting the dude that's made the right decision over and over again, and that's Sam Presti.
4: I agree with you completely. The only thing I think about So like that for pick three or even obviously pick two, 100%. The fact that that report came out today from Gavoni, if that report hadn't come out, I would I like today, I would completely be with you, Jacob. But the fact that they were disinterested in book night for such a long time, if you want to call it that, it makes me think that if everything plays out the top three, the way that everybody's predict- predicting it would, I think Presley might be okay with taking book night compared to trading yeah. up a lot to get Suggs at four, just because I think that might be how the Thunder value book night, which I, I don't know if that's right or wrong. It just that's my interpretation.
1: And and Justin mentioned it earlier. Maybe they were interested, you know, those talks last year of trying to get book night to come out because last year the thunder had what pick 19 or whatever, before they right, traded right. up 21, before they traded up. Right. And they were interested in taking book night at 21. And True. maybe that, that stuff is coming out, but maybe they're not as interested in taking about at six, you know? Exactly. We don't really know exactly. what all that looks like. All right, let's move on from trade talk to some more trade talk. This one, I think, is <laughs> going get, to gonna get Nick to raise his eyebrows a little bit because Nick and I oh, yeah. feel the same on this one. Uh, Gavoni reported in on Twitter and in his mock draft, Atlanta might not be able to pay all of their young guys and could look to restart the clock on one of those young players by trading them away for a first-round pick. So you get rid of a young guy, you get a pick, you bring it in, you restart. He mentions Cam Reddish as one of those guys because I don't think they're getting rid of... Ooh, I just forgot his name, the kid from Virginia that they love.
4: Uh, Hunter? Yeah, uh, yeah DeAndre, 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 DeAndre Hunter.
1: Hunter. Yeah, they're not, DeAndre Hunter, they're, yeah. They're not moving off of him, so Cam Reddish would be the guy. Gavoni mentioned, not reporting, j- just throwing it out there, like 18 for cam reddish straight up how would you guys feel about I this think, one
2: i think that was i think that was taking a little bit of context i find it really hard to believe they would take 18 for reddish i really do i agree, I, I think, think money was saying it'd be 18 in a package for reddish right. and i'm with you nick I think because 18 right. for 18 reddish right. i do that 100 times
4: out <laughs> yeah
2: but i i do think regardless the idea of a package for reddish because they're looking to cycle off one of those guys on their rookie skill deals because they can't pay them plus John Collins, plus all these other young guys, Herter, et cetera. Um, I think it is intriguing because I think Cam Reddish, if we were gonna say Cam versus, you know, the the current draft class, I'd take Cam over all but seven guys, eight
4: guys. I was going to say Rez should be, in my opinion, a candidate for picks like seven through nine, seven through 10, like, like in that moody range, old. that giddy range. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. He's a
1: couple couple weeks younger than Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yep. Uh, he was the draft class after Shea, so he's not even extension eligible till this time next year. You're not paying him for two more years, which is kind of interesting. You would think that Atlanta would hold on to him and try to up that value this next season and then move him with one year on his deal. You know, because you – You still don't have to pay him, right? Right. If the idea is you don't want to pay a lot of guys, you don't have to pay Reddish for two years. So you got time. So all that becomes kind of interesting to me, but I'm into it. I I like the idea. You know, what if it's like 18 and Kenrich Williams for Cam Reddish, you're recycling uh, Kenrich Williams, who's 27 for a 22 year old, right? And, And you're moving off a pick that you can't roster all of these guys anyways. So and reddish
4: fits a perfect need for this Thunder team as well, regardless of who they, they pick in this draft.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Another name that was mentioned today, uh, Marvin Bagley, uh, Woj mentioning that pick nine with the Sacramento Kings then play to be traded, especially if they can move off some salary, like buddy healed or Marvin Bagley. Like if it's Bagley and nine for a salary dump for 16 and 18, Yep. Sign me Easy. up, because then at that point, you can trade six and nine and a future pick for four, and then you've consolidated, and now you're leaving the draft with, again, Suggs and Marvin Bagley. You had three picks, and you leave with Suggs and Bagley. That's some pretty damn good value.
2: Yeah. That and would be the name. ideal draft.
4: Yeah, oh, right. 100%. And then you
1: still have two seconds left.
4: Now, Wait. one guy is going to cost you a little more to go and get. But who I do think fits pretty well on this team is Miles Turner. Um, now, granted, there's been talks about Turner um, being linked to Golden State,
3: and
1: <laughs> I'm just seeing and comment. comment in the chat. He said, "Put reddish on the blue, and we can call it purple." Him purple,
3: <laughs> Pur- purplish.
4: Purple. Yeah, there you go. purplish. Uh. <laughs> but Miles Turner. I mean, I wonder if reddish's
2: were bloods. Oh my god. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the irony that they were actually crips I, I don't know um still miles turner being available is very interesting to me i think at once the draft plays itself out and we kind of see where some of these people land and obviously who the thunder are picking um miles turner is an interesting candidate for me if the thunder don't have to overpay too much
1: I don't know if they're in. I mean, he is interesting. I don't know if they're to the point where they want to trade for an established guy who's right. got limited years left. You know, that's that, that's the big one for me there. Um, so that's interesting. Um, guys, we're going to do some draft week predictions. But before we get there, let me tell you about a sponsor for this week and take some questions from the chat. Uh, so with all that being said, before we get started, let's uh, let's talk about the people who pay the bills
3: if you love listening to us here on the uncontested what's to stop you from grabbing a mic and sharing your own show and there's no better place to host than blue wire hustle hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level or if you want to host a podcast and don't know where to start hustle is the perfect place for you as part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with BlueWire's top podcasters, probably not us, access to our community Discord, and an elite learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all this for only $15 a month the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about the Thunder, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance to the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. Or visit bwhustle.com slash join.
1: Taylor, before we do some draft predictions, some draft week predictions, hit us with a couple of questions from the chat. Taylor, you're muted. How
3: embarrassing.
4: Sorry, I was sharing my screen during the uh, <laughs> during the ad roll. Um, you said a couple. We have quite a bit. Do you want me to go through all of them or you want me to like select a handful?
1: Choose your favorites.
4: Okay.
2: Now we're talking. Um so everybody to that means-
1: way. You guys are the goats. That means I'm, I'm doing Taylor doing.
2: to read his favorites. Taylor's going to read every single one. Almost
1: <laughs> every
4: single comment, <laughs> all like hundreds of them. Uh, Marcus Kruger, who is the player in this draft that you all think is going to be a good NBA player, but you think he would not be a fit with the Thunder? Chris Duarte.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Any of the old guys, Duarte. Yeah, um, uh, who is the other uh, Davion Mitchell? Yeah. I think is another good candidate for this one. Corey Kispert?
3: No. I don't know if I'm sold on him as a good player, but I agree oh. that he would not be yep. a
1: it. <laughs> what do you have against the white guys, Justin?
3: Well, how much time do we have?
1: <laughs> have you ever noticed that every time people do uh mock drafts and do comps, they always comp white guys to other white guys? Yes. Yeah. yes. I love it.
3: Sneaky, sneaky athletic.
1: Hard worker, sneaky athletic. Jim yep. <laughs> Rat <laughs> Dude, <God. laughs> no
3: i just watched gonzaga you know put the coaches love on. his work ethic <laughs> i watched gonzaga put the beat down on OU, and kispert pissed me off and so anyway it's personal that's all that, that's fair that is
4: fair um so why is this name not popping up this is weird um gosh i'm going blank here this is one of our sixers friends um, take your time answering, but may I interest you in a Ben Simmons plus four cheesesteaks for uh, SGA? Um, those, obviously, there's
1: <laughs> those better be some goddamn good cheesecake. Cheese that's steak. right. <laughs> we'll take those
4: cheesesteaks. We'll take Joel Embiid, and, Bede, and uh, we'll call it a deal. Um, let's see. Oh, this is pretty funny. That's ha-
1: that's Harrison Grimm, by the way.
4: Harrison, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I was gonna say I saw his his Avi, and he has recently <laughs> changed it. Um, so this one's pretty funny. I'll let you guys cover this one while I find some uh, some. Some more questions.
1: Sean asks, can Justin please honor France and Benedict Durant by singing the French national anthem?
3: (laughs) That was a, that was a one time only shout
1: out our long time listeners.
3: One time only event. I'm afraid Speaking of, we we
1: have some more uh, debts to pay. Maybe during our live stream of the draft or, or prior Mm. to that, we'll get together and do some stuff. Uh, I know Nick won't be in town, but Justin, I'm going to get fat off these bets because Justin yes. owes me a cheesesteak. Nick owes me both pizza and wings. Um, <laughs> I I don't think I can cash in on all these guys because I can't do all those calories.
2: I owe, <laughs> I owe Justin a big old beer still, so I guess I can get him back in the yes. yeah. Now we're talking. Now, oh,
1: there, there you, you go. go. We're supposed there to go to Top Shot well at done. some point. Yes. There you go.
3: To what? yeah, Top Golf. He meant Top oh, Golf. Top, yeah, Did you say top shot? top shot? Sorry, I knew what you meant. Same thing. See, I'm wearing my Uh, U.S. soccer jersey tonight, and that's to let you all know that I'm very used to international disappointment. Um, (laughs) What we saw from the basketball team is is expected.
4: (laughs) We won't even get into that because that's another podcast for itself. Uh, Jordan Hand, what do you think OKC does with the second round picks? If we pick 6, 16, and 18, do you really see us keeping those second rounders? draft and stash overseas. What do we think? Cause really uh, we haven't talked so much about those second rounders just cause we've been so focused on the first round.
1: I like trading both of them, packaging them together to move up into the twenties in the first round to a team that maybe is limited on draft capital. Like the Lakers jump out mm. to me or the Clippers jump out to me uh, a team that has like one pick this draft and no picks for the next 5,000 years um, mm. offer them 34 and 36 in return for like 25 and then 16, 18, 25. What can that do for you? You know, uh, I think there might be something there because there's going to be some good players there in the thirties. And I just can't see the thunder bringing in six rookies on Thursday night.
4: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you completely. And there's even been reports that have said as much that Pressey isn't even, I mean, again, take all these with a grand salt. But Pressey isn't even wanting to bring in more than three. Rookies to training camp, or, or sorry, more than two. Um, now Nate Sanders has another fun question. Uh, we're, I guess, kind of relating to trades. Nate says that's interesting that we have heard nothing about Kimball Walker's future in OKC. Do you guys think that means he's staying around for one season, or why is that? Yeah, I just think it
3: I
1: hasn't th- been a, a topic of discussion.
3: That's what I was gonna say. Is who cares? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that's fair. That's no shot at Kimba, but I mean, I think everybody understands the situation. It's Kimba's George Hill. I think that he'll be here. Then he won't. And what happens in between is not going to make a huge impact one way or another.
1: I I wonder if they've already got the call for uh, KCP and Coos. Yeah, there you go (laughs) for Kimba.
3: Definitely, I like it.
1: <laughs> hey, if it was like Kuz and a sign and trade THT, I think I'd do it. Oh, with the yes. interest of flipping those yes. guys, give me THT for Kim.
4: But 100 of oh, I like keeping THC because I'm a big THT guy. But
1: THT is um, a broke THC man, door.
2: do what TP what? says a big THC guy. That 100. T- <laughs> where I got to, Send heard.
1: this to Taylor's employer.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. I'll be drug tested tomorrow. Taylor Horton Tucker
1: um, is, a, is a poor man's American Lou Dort. Prove me wow. wrong.
3: This is how you get Lakers fans in your mentions. Dude,
1: every <laughs> Lakers fan with 50 followers lives in my mentions. I'm used to it by now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all, what
4: is it? Uh, all attention is good attention or all publicity is good publicity? 100%. So um, so, so <laughs> Sean wants me to revisit my comment about, uh, can we please revisit that Taylor made the comment about someone piping someone's mom. Okay. So for those of you that do not know, Drake has been spotted multiple times now. Uh, first with LeBron James watching Bronny and his teammate, uh, Amari Bailey playing some AAU ball. Now Drake was uh, strategically placed next to a certain mother courtside That just so happens to be Amari Bailey's mother, who um, is an Instagram model who is very attractive. Now, not only that, but we had a sky-eyed view. I, don't, I can't give this person credit because I don't remember it. You guys can look it up on Twitter. Just type in Amari Bailey's mom. Uh, <laughs> there was somebody flying over, helicoptering over Dodger Stadium. And, uh, of course, Drake in typical Drake fashion had rented out the entire stadium and right off third baseline was having a uh, like catered dinner, wine and dine dinner with Amari Bailey's mother and they were spotted from a a helicopter view so uh yeah Shout taylor out to deep for in the TMV. that's right that's <laughs> right mean, taylor,
1: taylor there was a question in here uh someone asking us to combine 2020 and 2021 draft i
4: saw that and i was like ooh that's a that's a long segment for
3: this one um, let, let, really let's fire question. it off
1: real real fast cuz i think that one's interesting if you can yeah. find it
3: you mean you don't want to spend more time talking about amari bailey's mom <laughs>
1: Taylor's the one flying the drone over Dodger stadium to get. The
4: <laughs> Look, I can, I can pull it up on the screen if you all want me to.
1: <laughs> no, thank you.
4: <laughs> Hard pass. Uh, a lot of comments here. Oh, okay. So 2020, 2021, we're talking uh Melo Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman incorporating those into this like top five for this year.
3: Yeah.
1: I think they all come after number four, right? I, I think, I think I, if you I combine was, 2020 and 2021, I think the top four picks are the 2021 guys.
3: I think LaMelo gets in. I do too. At four, three? Agreed. Four
1: or three.
3: I think it goes those. K. I think it goes Mobley. Is that just because what, what
1: you know about those guys after a year in the league? I, I Yeah, 100%. I, Some, I, I, think, I, still think, I think Mello if,
2: goes over Suggs.
1: Interesting. I, I think if it's. Back to too. like before those guys got in the league, those 2020 kids got in the league. Maybe Melo gets in, but I mean, I, I don't know. There's been a lot Mello, of draft folks Mello that had, been, like Kaminga would have been in play for number one last year, and Kaminga's yeah. gonna go like six, seven, eight, nine this year,
4: right? Yeah, for sure. I, I think LaMelo still goes even like if we didn't have this past year to go off of. Do any I, of those 2020
1: guys have a chance to go two in this draft?
3: No, no, I don't think so. No, because I think I think that um, Mobley would have gone one last year.
1: I think Green would have gone one last year. I think you know Cunningham I obviously know. would have gone one last year. I think teams would so. have
4: been torn on Green and uh, and Edwards. Although I I personally like Green. They're
1: lot. similar players. Yeah, they
4: are. One's the more crafty, a bit less, different.
1: Exactly. One's more like exactly. high flyer af- athlete. Where right. Anthony Edwards For is a like pow- power athlete. Well, I just see I see Green more like a Levine athlete and Edwards more of a Zion-type athlete. A guy that's just going to move folks out of the way, built like a freaking Mack truck.
2: Yeah, hmm. they're both freaks either way. Yeah. Speaking of, okay. everybody is mocked. Yeah. Really. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, hey, everyone that's, that's joining us live and in the comments, thank you so much for all the questions. We... Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Before we move on, yeah, uh, Keithan asked, "What number is higher, the books Nick owns or the picks Presty owns?"
3: Nick's new curtain came in. He almost put it up. Almost. Nick's, well, the thing is that
2: Presty's picks are real and Nick's books are not. So, <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> Nick, Nick has the nards to sell his books. Does Presti. <laughs> oh! Whoa. Whoa. Boom. I'm going to clip that and mail dun, 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 it to uh.
1: thunderpr at okc.com.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Guys, I want, I want us, before we get out of here, to make some draft week predictions. We're four days out from the draft. We know draft week is wild. These can be based off rumors, things that you think are actually going to happen. They can be Thunder-related, NBA-related, Whatever. Give me some draft week predictions though. Justin, what do you got?
3: Scotty Barnes does not go in the top six. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. you like that? Is that, is that a <laughs> spicy enough way to start this segment? That yeah, that's spicy because
1: a lot of that's... people are talking about him at four.
3: Uh-huh. That's I why like I was ya. going there. I think that Woo! Scotty, Scotty has a lot of positives. But I think that if I'm if I'm on the clock and I start sweating, like, okay, is this really who I want? Is this really the guy I want? Like, he's a little bit, a little bit one-dimensional. Like, you can make that knock on him in terms of, like, physical tools off the charts. But is he going to carry your team into the future? I, I don't know. Have we all been, like, blinded by some freak... That you know has incredible measurables and looked great at a combine, and maybe we're overlooking some things. And does that cause some GMs to second guess? And if he doesn't go at four, does he go at five? And if he doesn't go at five, does OKC take him, or do they still take Book Night? And if they take yeah. Book Night, he's out of the top six. That's a fair point.
0: <sighs> I- <laughs> you tell me that motherfucker not live, you, lie,
1: you earned that one, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. I think some I of the heard. reporting on the Thunder at six have been interesting. Book they, Quote, book night is the pick here uh, if Orlando takes Barnes. And so I think the Thunder might have him higher, but who knows? Who knows? That, that's a fun one. Somebody else, fire one off. Let's go.
4: So I have a spicy one as well. Um, as much as I'm, like, my brain is telling me book night at six, my heart is telling me something completely different. I think what happens on Thursday happens in advance before the draft and ultimately comes to fruition uh, come the time that the Thunder make their pick. I think Pressy packages 16 and 18, plus maybe another like late first or a second round pick, I don't know, another asset of some sort for another top 10 pick in this draft before the draft actually starts. So they're picking at six and have another top 10 pick. At that point, I think when the Toronto Raptors are at – are on the clock at pick number four, like we talked about, Jacob, earlier in the podcast. I think Pressy uh, trades pick six and that other top ten pick to get the fourth overall pick in the draft and the Thunder end up with Jalen Suggs.
1: That's very elaborate, but <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Jalen Suggs is my guy. You guys know that, so I'm into it. Let's get another one in here.
2: Um, Thunder have two top ten picks. And another first round pick outside of the lottery.
1: Okay, that doesn't feel super hot, but I
2: like it. I but like how it. How does that? I mean, you're you, three, and, yeah, three. I mean, that, that's, going to that's camp with
4: not only three rookies, but three first round rookies. That yeah, that, you trade sixteen, eighteen,
1: me. like Taylor said, to get up to like nine or ten. You trade thirty four, thirty six to get up to like twenty five. Bang! You're there. That's a lot of. I mean, that sounds easy. <laughs>
0: I mean,
2: sure, but you think that maybe happens.
0: happens Come on.
2: That's
3: <laughs> a big deal. Me and Taylor set Nick up for failure by coming in extra spicy. <laughs> yeah. In specific, <laughs> very specific. Um, hey, speaking of that,
4: Pressy trades both second round picks, which are thirty-four and thirty-six. Thirty-six we got from Minnesota. Uh well, it's Minnesota's pick, but we got it from um, I believe Golden mm-hmm. State and the Kelly Ubre trade. Mm-hmm. Plus an additional asset to get back into the first round. So to next point, I think that's going to happen as well. You package those second-round picks, probably plus an additional uh, draft pick asset, and I think OKC ends up in the uh, towards the end of the middle first round as well, um, even if they do trade up all the way up to four. I think Pressey will still end up with two first-round draft picks regardless um, of where he ends up trading throughout the, the draft.
1: One of my predictions on the uncontested live stream on Thursday night. We're going to have to mark it explicit because something that's going to happen, that's going to make us all drop F bombs live on the air. <laughs>
3: that seems like a given.
4: Hey, that that was better than I thought. I thought you were like, yeah, because Jacob is going to be like stripping live
3: on the stream Whoa. when uh, the Thunder pick Suggs.
1: Hey. <laughs> we're going to have to well. take that to the bathroom. Be <laughs> all right. the,
3: the stream will have to move to only fans once Jalen Suggs gets selected. <laughs> All Here, about, how, how about this one?
1: A a <laughs> NBA player who has been on the All Star team in his career gets traded There on we draft go. night. There we go. Which one? God, I don't know. Brad Beal. I'm going Brad Beal. There we go. Ooh, Bill yeah. we, get, we, we get we get Lillard. the Beal trade on draft night.
2: Bill
4: Simmons, Lillard. Those are the uh, the rumors that are offline. Hey, on that that point, that one one team that has been. Uh, kind of linked with the Bradley bill trade obviously wanted to keep those picks until Bradley bill were to officially announce a trade is golden state. But, and I don't know, this isn't like a very exciting uh, for, for like non golden state fans. This isn't a very exciting uh, prediction, but I think it is a little hot just because I, I think golden state is going to be a little more. Um, I don't think they're going to jump the gun here. I think they are going to stay put in the draft. And not just that, I have two specific names that they are going to pick here.
1: Oh, okay. Moses
4: Moody at seven, and uh, Chris Dorte at, is it 14?
1: Mm-hmm. All
2: right. hmm All You want me I've a, got oh, one. I I give you it's... a really specific hot one just because everyone else is trying to do it. <laughs> yes. The Thunder make a trade on draft night that results in them getting a former player coming back to OKC. Ooh. Kevin Durant,
1: Stephen Adams, Stephen Adams. We saw his locker, <laughs> it's happening. Cameron Payne, Cameron Payne. Hey, hey hey hey, Nate hey, Chris, Dennis Schroeder, who hates Kyle Kuzma,
3: Nate Robinson,
1: <laughs> Kyle Weaver,
3: Trevor Ariza. Um, anyway, I've got one non Thunder related, Buddy Healed is a Laker.
4: Okay. So you saw those reports. You're all in.
3: Hot. You're all in. Buzz.
1: I saw some I like buzz. That. I like that Run. a lot. I would okay. like that. Speaking of Lakers, Kuz and KCP get traded.
2: That's
3: a given. Someone finally right? takes the bait.
1: <laughs> Someone finally takes the bait. <laughs> so what, uh, are
2: the, what are the odds the Thunder draft a Johnson? Sick, oh, that's dude. a fun one. Yeah, a that's Johnson
1: a or a Jalen. One. Another yeah. fun one. Yeah, Johnson of, and Jalen. Yeah. What are, what are that's the odds? Two thirds of the first round, isn't it? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, the, the Johnsons
1: are Keon and Jalen, right? Yep. Right. And then you have
3: Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green. OKC,
1: or sorry,
4: OKC. ESPN has really liked linking OKC to, to Keon. both Johnsons. Yeah, to both Johnsons today. Yes, Johnson um, and
1: Johnson, a family. But long company. term, to ke- <laughs> go get your vaccine.
4: Go. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Don't get, uh, I'm not going to tell people what, what shot to get, but you know, I've, I've heard team,
1: things team about Johnson. Johnson's. <laughs> I feel like Jalen Johnson that jokes that's going to happen. If that goes through is going to be <laughs> we We've got high. the
3: t-shirts teed up. Yeah. You know <laughs> Jalen uh, Johnson and Johnson sounds like a law firm. If you ask it me.
4: Does?
1: That's a I, I'm going zero Johnsons on the team.
4: That's how I feel as well. Um, what it very wonder. much that's seems I like think. a <laughs> C
1: of the above. Both,
3: I mean, probably, probably actually like 15 Johnsons on the team, but
1: anyway, roughly, roughly, <laughs> we're they're gonna draft the Johnson, and Justin is gonna be at Summer League yelling, Show us the Johnson, and gonna get us banned from all future media availabilities.
3: Put your, put, put your Johnson in. <laughs> uh that's sorry. some johnson
1: on johnson crime right there <laughs> oh that's a uh, big johnson
3: with that we better hope it doesn't happen because the quality of this podcast is going to go downhill fast especially think, <laughs> think <laughs> if they land a cam reddish tra- trade and you can have a nice lineup of reddish johnson
1: <laughs> hey the hey. thunder just go ahead and trade for the red rocket that lineup <laughs> <laughs> jeez okay any more predictions before I? we just end this podcast because we are we're not off Ooh, the rails I, I the train have, has exploded the village is on fire <laughs> a national emergency has been called i have
4: one more to bring us bring us back in hone it back in i think this draft will set the record for the most draft night trades in nba history
3: i what like is it. That? what is I that number
4: i don't know, what that know number is. I, I did like, a little research 19, but on right? up
1: i didn't find it okay wow, wow. <laughs> I think last year, what did I, what did we say the other day? 19 Seventeen or something. Tw- 17? Seventeen. Yep. Yeah, there's going to be more. Those second round picks are going to be swapped like
2: flying off the shelves. Like Oops, at I a
1: MAGA convention. It's just going to be wild. <laughs> so so many second round picks are going to get moved. <laughs> I don't know if I was allowed to say that on the podcast. I Probably not. But I think it's also pretty accurate. Um, (laughs) Awesome. Well, gentlemen, the next time we do a Sunday night live stream, it is going to be to talk about who the Thunder have added to this team and Justin and Nick's plans at Summer League.
3: Yeah. Good stuff.
1: with that being said, we're getting on the record. We're doing predictions as we exit the show right now. We're getting on the record with who we all think th- will be on this roster. Taylor, start us off. You're breaking up. <laughs>
4: I've got a, uh, I mean, I have my hot take, so I gotta stick with it. I think the Thunder will uh, will trade up to four. <laughs> Even if deep down in my heart, I kind of think they're actually just gonna stay put at six and draft. Pokemon. So you have them taking Suggs at four? Suggs at four, and then I think there'll be one other um, one other pick 16 and 18 will be combined to move up in the draft in some sort of fashion
3: I like it Justin I'm going to play it safe book night at 6
1: Nicholas Jonathan Kuminga I like it I Jacob. guessed I guessed on the draft lottery and it went very poorly <laughs> but damn it my hopes are high again I'm Team Taylor. We're going Suggs at four, baby. At some point Suggs in life, in I gotta four. be happy.
4: Suggs in four.
1: At some point in life, I gotta be happy, and that would probably do it. So, hey, thank you guys so much for joining the live stream tonight. We appreciate you so much. Lots of great content in the chat section. Join us tomorrow on the Spotify Green Room app, where we'll be talking more. Draft trades, rumors, etc. It's going to be a blast. And then our live show Wednesday night will be a draft prep to get you all ready for Thursday evening. And then, of course, join us for our Thursday night NBA draft live stream regardless of where you're at. The moon. The bar.
3: Oceania.
1: Your mother's basement. Tune in. Hang out with us as we go through the draft. Make sure to join our draft contest. You want an uncontested t shirt or a Thunder Swingman jersey? So you can find all that information uh, in the description of this podcast and in our social channels. Have a great draft week. Stay safe. We'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Until then, and as always. Thunder up!
4: Hey, uh, Justin, if we do trade up to get Suggs and four, can you do the Suns and four and like the Suns and four guy and like Photoshop me in with like a uh, Jalen Suggs Thunder jersey? (laughs) Okay, thanks. Love it.